Welcome to another Welcome off. Welcome into. Oh, sorry. I thought I, thought I was starting. I thought you said me bring it in. No, I said I would. No, you do it. Let's both you do, do it. Let's let's both do ours and see who who is better. Who's the better uh, off the cuff radio guy here? <laughs> a radio a radio intro duel. It's like a dance off, but for radio nerds. And then we can log off by saying like, "Hey, this is Josh Peterson." You like Jack Mitchell? Saturday yeah. morning coffee show. Yeah, here's here's what I would have said. Hey, welcome into the uh, off season Saturday morning coffee. Another event here, a live event here in the I eighty club. Open to the public today. Once the season starts, these are going to get more intense. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have them for club members, but we want everybody to see what this is all about right now. Where Josh and I sit down with our mugs of coffee. Hopefully, you all do the same. Hopefully, you have refills available to you because we'll go for about forty five minutes, an hour. Um, and we talk about the week that was, talk about the weekend that's coming, talk about things on our mind, uh, react to what you guys are saying in the chat, and just have a good old time. Uh, so that's what it is. We're going to go. Now, Josh, your turn. What's your intro? Welcome to the Saturday Morning Coffee Show. I, of course, am Josh Peterson, joined by my partner in crime, Jack Mitchell. This is very fun, and this is definitely the best intro that either of us have ever done on one of these things. Uh, but in all seriousness, we do appreciate you. You can subscribe. You can become a patron today at patreon.com slash i80club. And we do appreciate your patronage. We know we've gotten a few more lately uh, as we continue on with the uh, the free month of August. As we are now, Jack, you ready for this? Three weeks. Three weeks from right now, we will be doing one of these at this time. And we will be talking about Nebraska versus Northwestern. Oh. The countdown continues, and it's ever so closer day after Do I day. put Jameson in my coffee that morning? Do we put Jam- Do we have Jameson in our coffee that morning? I don't. Is, is that don't, the appropriate? I don't know if I have any Jameson, but I think I'm going to pop a Bush Light that morning for sure. You don't. Okay. Well, there's no chance you could get any in the next three weeks, so that's out. Um, yeah. There's. I don't. <laughs> that's true. You probably have. Maybe to, I'll get some Jameson I assume just for the show. I just assume you've you. got a special order of that and have it shipped over from Ireland. It's a rare, it's a rare product, Jameson. Sure I've of, never seen it at I'm the sure stores here. I'm sure none available from you within a, a mile and a half from where you are right now. But whatever. Absolutely, absolutely not. Uh, I just thought that was the Irish thing to do. That's up. true. In, on, in honor of the game okay. in Ireland. Hold on. That's a good question. If you are a game day beverage intaker, are you going to mm-hmm. change that up? Because it's in Ireland. Like, instead of going with the normal Bush Light or whatever that you normally do with a red beer, do you go Guinness? Do you go Jameson? I'm not going. I don't do that stuff. Do you? Josh, do 15 Guinnesses on Saturday. You'll feel great. Everybody says Dude, so are you ready for this? I tried a Guinness within the last two weeks, week and a half, two weeks, for the first time ever. What? Not a huge fan. Yeah. It was pretty average. I didn't think it had a whole lot you of flavor. So there was like many... no fizz to it. There was no carbonation. Not for me. You have so many weird l- late in life experiences. Yeah, I that know. I... So many people have experienced. I mean, it's not like I had one when I was eight, but I've had one within like it's been twenty years, probably twenty years ago that I had one for the first time. Jeez. Yeah, okay, that, I don't know. I don't know I, why it took me so long, but I just you know tried what, one. Wasn't a fan. I see not why you had again. one. It, it is. It is the official beer of July in Nebraska. So I see why you had one then. Not, <laughs> oh yeah, it's on a, a great, warm summer day. That great, stuff is great. Right after mowing the lawn, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> a nice, yeah. Perfect lawn mowing beer. Yeah, you, you know. And what you want to do is you want to set it out for the last half of the lawn mow, just to kind of get it to that right European temperature. Oh, on a morning like today when it's. 
84 degrees at 9.42 a.m. Yeah, that's, that's what I want to do. I Put just, that thing out in the sun right I now. I want to know. I, I feel like I need to be festive about the Irish thing. Like, I need to make corned beef and cabbage. I need to do something to acknowledge the game's See, in but Ireland. what if the game makes you sick and, like, your stomach isn't used to doing that type of, of food and beverages and you end up throwing up in okay. the third quarter? I, my, I do not have a digestive system that is so vulnerable that it cannot handle corned beef and cabbage. No, but the game? What if the game starts That's... getting your stomach in knots? Like, I told the story. Last year, I was on Big Red Overreaction with Gary following the Michigan State game, and that thing began, and, and he, had, he brought a six-pack of beer in, and I was like, I can't have anything yet, man. My stomach is literally hurting because of the way the football game unfolded. So, I don't know, man. I, especially you, you get so wrapped up in some of these games. I'd be worried about your stomach being able to handle that type of stuff. I mean, it's basically a runza. It's essentially the ingredients of a runza without the bread. Beef and cabbage. I yeah, but what about the Guinnesses? Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna, I've got By the way, it. Jordan says, good take, Josh. Thank you, Jordan. Thank okay, you. that could apply to... Uh, who knows what that was even about about guinness <laughs> it could apply yeah. to all my takes as well i don't know there's probably to. there's probably some irish beer that the beer snobs are like yeah well all the all the plebes drink guinness the real irish beer that you should be drinking is xyz like well i, like I, I remember smithwick I or something john, i don't even know john told a story once um about i don't remember if he was over i don't think he was overseas i don't think he's been overseas but somebody he knows was overseas and mentioned something about Stella and they were like Stella is like it's our version of Budweiser like Stella is not there so I'm guessing that Guinness is kind of the same where it's like oh cool you're having a Guinness very very cool guy Wait. you're very cultured even though that's probably their version of Bush Light I want to know from people who go to Ireland is Guinness the Valentinos of Ireland are there local media members who are too cool for it is that's that's a legit question I have like are you frowned upon people like me who are still locals who still like it and sort of shunned by the cool community if you're if you're uh -huh. irish and you say oh well, i'll have a guinness you know and my irish like, accent bob over here God, my, look at irish bob and his guinness. my irish accent is getting good in the lead is up to it? this game it is getting i think i'll be heading down for nebraska northwestern i'll have me a guinness yeah. and a jameson yeah, that's, that's definitely something it's, is what it is. It's, it's getting really on point. And I'm, there's some like local dialect that I'm infusing in there that you guys probably aren't even aware of. Some of the localities. Mm. You could pinpoint like on Google Maps the street that is coming from. Oh, really? <laughs> that, that's from uh, 3rd and 4th. I don't know the streets over in Ireland. Oh, yeah. There, I, me, me mom had a shanty down there on 3rd and 4th. Now, how about this? Mike and Cheyenne says, I've heard from more than one person that Guinness is much better overseas than in the States. Uh, I've been told you, you're you you're supposed to have it in the can, not the bottle. That's very important. Okay. But Yeah, I had it, I had it as a draw. Oh, by the uh, way, do you, this is for later, I think, today. But uh, Jordan says that Josh's PJ Fleck takes, uh, also good. Jordan. Jordan. This was supposed I'm to be. I'm a fan of Jordan. Jordan was some good takes so far. This was supposed to, what I wanted this to be was a non-toxic community. Every community online, everything has so much toxicity in it. And one of my hopes mm -hmm. was this would be like a beacon on the internet. And th that is making me worry about that actually happening. That you and him have this. Yeah. Th this, this. You know what? What, what, what? Do you want to do that first? Or do you want to do like the weekend review first? Where do you want to start? Let's, let's save, let's save the PJ Fleck. That can All be right. the main event today. All right. So I've been on vacation. I've been gone. Mm -hmm. I came back. I did 
the best absolute way to schedule a vacation ever. I'd recommend it to anyone. Leave on Monday, arrive on Friday. You're bookending it with two weekends. If you're able to do that, it is the ultimate way because there's nothing more depressing than coming back to vacation and you have like a full regular day the next day. That sucks. Oh, 100%. By the way, 100%. We're, still, we're still getting the noises, by the way. You didn't turn them off. That's oh, okay. it's not on my end, so you got to mute it on your end then. Okay, well, I'm the one who's record, recording, but... Yeah, very fun. Uh, when I went on, when I went to Mexico, we left on Saturday and we came home on Friday. So I did get a full weekend. Now Friday was a full travel day. We left it. I think we left the resort at like eleven in the morning, and then we uh, we landed at probably eleven at night. Got home and went to bed after midnight. But yeah, we, we that was nice. Being able to decompress and not have to take off any more days because I am definitely a believer in the buffer days and the buffer vacation days. Yes, me too. Uh, but if you don't have to take off the, if you don't have to take those and you get just get a normal weekend, man, it's just so nice just to kind of decompress and calm down and also get you like get back in your bed again and get your laundry done. Like not having to worry about any of that stuff on a work day is so nice. It's that's one of those things. If you vacation with other people or other couples or other family, it, uh, you need to make sure you're on the same like wavelength with them on the last day of vacation, because 6 a.m. when I'm up last last vacation, uh, I want to be out the door. I want to be packed. I want to be out the door. I want to be on the road, getting home as soon as possible. There's another type of person that's like, no, I'm on, still on vacation. I'm getting every second out of this vacation. And if that means we get back at 7 o'clock, that's what it means. Uh, and that, that can clash in group vacations. Oh, oh yeah. Are you describing your life right now? No, no, no. We didn't. We it, it, that wasn't That didn't really happen this time because... We both had to, we went with my in-laws and they kind of left the same time. But I've had that happen in my life. So I'm just recommending for those who do group vacations, hash that out before. Okay. That's so it's funny. So, you know, I, I've told the story a few times, but I don't know if you know it. So there were 14 of us. So seven couples. Um, most of us live in Omaha and Lincoln. Five of the couples, well, now six of the couples actually live in Omaha and Lincoln. At that point, one of the couples lived in Portland and the other lives in Kansas City. And so... The all obviously all of us Omaha Lincoln people we flew together we flew out of Omaha and we flew back into town and and the uh, I think it was the Kansas City folks they left the earliest and so I remember when we got our itinerary you know before the trip like uh, we our, our flight was at like two or three and theirs was at like eleven and I'm like man that's so nice we're gonna have like we're gonna have some of the day we're gonna be able to do stuff. And man, by the time that that Friday morning rolled around and they're already like out the door, because I mean, if your flight's at 11, you got to leave the resort at like seven o'clock because yep. it's, a, it's a half a day almost just to get to the airport, get through customs, yada, yada, yada. And they're doing that. And we're leaving essentially at the same time they're flying their wheels up. And I'm like, you know what? I wish that we were them right now because sitting at the resort the morning of it's so after depressing. You pack, you're like what am i supposed to do like am i gonna go to the pool this is so depressing right it's now so depressed that is the most depressing day like you don't even it have sucks. access to some of the things you need and it's like you see all those yeah, people who are out. who are just arriving for their vacation mm. and, and you're, there's the jealousy factor that goes along with that oh yeah yeah, they're rolling. They're rolling their bags, and it's like, here's your your complimentary glass of champagne, and it's like, man, I re I remember the complimentary glass of champagne. Man. That was really nice, hey, hey, and guys. I don't have that anymore. I have my bags, and they're packed, and they're smelly and stinky. Remember four days ago? Oh, <laughs> yeah, and that's what you start doing. Like, oh man, remember that first day? Like, I still my, you know, it's funny. You like rank the favorite parts of a vacation because some people are like, look, I just love getting off of work and knowing I have everything in front of me. My favorite moment of that whole vacation was getting past like 
all of the check-ins, all of the meetings and stuff we had to do. And I remember walking to the pool and just like lifting my arms up and I had my shirt unbuttoned and I'm just like, this is exactly what I've been waiting for. I'm like, where's a margarita? Get me a margarita. That was like my favorite. Cause it's like the whole trip is still in front of me. This is the best. And like, while you're doing that, someone who has a flight to catch later that day was walking by you and saying, I wish I was him right now. He I looks hate that, like, that guy right I, now. That, I remember that six days ago. <laughs> I want that life right now. It's yeah. the circle of life. Uh, yeah, it really is. Yeah. It really is. It's the circle oh. of life. It's the good vacation. I lost my sunglasses. Um, oh no! So Were they expensive? I am a I am a cheap sunglasses guy for life. Number four life. I have it tattooed. Um, cheap sunglasses for life. <laughs> and like I'm gas station sunglasses guy. But okay. long, fairly uninteresting story. Short. Um, like I've ha- the last couple of years, I haven't been able to wear contacts as much because my eyes are dry and it gets red and I look like I'm always stoned or something. And so I've d- had had to take nice. medication for that and stuff. My contacts just bug oh, my nice. eyes now after having worn them for years. So I wear glasses now. So I'm always wearing glasses. I'm not now because they, I can do it when I'm sitting close. But so I ended up getting. Now let's be totally clear. I ended up getting them as kind of a donation on my walk of shame from one of the people who are sponsoring it. Some nice Oakley prescription sunglasses. So we're talking, I mean, and they were sweet. I looked awesome in them. It looked like high definition. They were better than my actual glasses. But the problem I have now, I don't have one. I'm always putting sunglasses, you know, up here, regular glasses here. Mm -hmm. Or I'm old now and if I have to read my phone, I can't do it with any glasses on. So I take my glasses off all day, constantly. And I'm usually wearing a hat, and this happens to me about five times a day. I fling my head back a little bit just to take a drink or do whatever, and they'll come flying off. Well, I did that on the side of the boat in Lake Rathman, Iowa, and I had been looking at my phone, and sure enough, my free, very expensive Oakleys fell right into the lake. Now, my reaction to that, we were docked at that point. We had been, we were just kind of hanging out in a cove. My reaction to that is, okay, this is only about seven, eight feet deep. These should be findable, right? We know where they. We know where they were. I spent. Mm-hmm. I spent an hour living my scuba dive, like dreams, like Jacques Cousteau style. Put a mask on. By the way, it didn't matter. There was no. I could hold my hand like this of in front of not. my face. I couldn't see anything, but I was still bound and determined. And everyone was like, "You gotta quit. You're not gonna find them. Also, it's a little unsafe." I'm like, whatever. An can... hour. And and so I went into, like, I, I got to the point where I would just do this to, like, sink to the bottom, raise my hands, and then just search with my feet around all that goopy fish mud garbage oh, down gross. there, which I hate the bottom of it. So I didn't, so I never did find them. So that was the sad oh. part. But I made up for it in about 2 to $3 in winnings in my low stakes very there you go. long play bankrupting the state of Iowa through their casinos. Yeah. Hit some... You basically just allow me to talk about two of my best friends in the world, uh, my friends at Kugler Vision, which could help you out so you could always get the cheap sunglasses and see with great clarity, or my friends Gosh. at the FanDuel Sportsbook promo code 1620, because then you can gamble Dude. and get up to $1,000 back at site Dude, credit. You're not paying for, they're not paying for any of this. Why are you giving, I'm not doing a sleep number read in the middle of this thing. We don't, that's I'm a... just, I just wanted to tell the folks it's good stuff. Jeez. Let's get some good our stuff. Own real sponsors before you start doing live Okay, reads. cool. Jeez. 
It was a casual mention. Casual mention. And that, I was on was your. Ca- by the way, casual a part of the conversation. I did do it on your app, but I didn't know about the code when I first started it, so I never got that. Can you talk to them and get me? You know, it's not going to matter. I've turned. Get you retrofitted. I've turned ten dollars on Easter Sunday to twenty-two dollars. Mm-hmm. Hey, dude, that's that's a hell of a ROI. Yeah, that's 120%, I just put man. some zeros in front of that. I'm going back on Labor Day weekend, and I'm going to tell you what. Watch out. Also, watch out if the San Diego Padres win the World Series. A little $2 bet. How on much them. would you win? Like $6? $2. To, no, I got plus 1,000 odds. So I got, I'm got. i going getting 20 for that. So I'm a Padres man Ooh. for the rest of the baseball season. Go Pods. Dude, that's a, that's a dinner and a beer for 20 bucks and tip. Oh, it's me continuing my I, – Iowa will fold in 50 years of this because of bankruptcy, because I'm. It's just the long yeah. game. It's like the scene. It's in office space where they took a penny out uh, or a fraction of. Oh a penny yeah, yeah, out like a half time. a cent. Half a cent. That's what uh-huh. I'm doing to the state of Iowa. Slowly but. Surely. And then suddenly they're uh, they're really really rich. Uh, so, a comment. Yeah. Uh, from G Merle that says now I I think this is a solid take. It says was in Vegas this week. 7 p.m. flight out the last day. Paid fifty dollars for late checkout and it was worth every penny. Able to spend the afternoon at the pool and then shower before heading to the airport. See, now that's that's enough it. time to be able to actually participate in the day. I couldn't do it. My mind couldn't could, do it. My I couldn't get my mind in the space that it needs to be if I'm flying out that night. I just couldn't. Mm. I'm and I know some people can, and that's what I said about checking out your vacation partners. But I cannot get in. I couldn't enjoy that at the pool like I could the day before. I think I before. could like I, there's a. I think the the you know Mexico specifically, and just knowing that you you're, you're taking multiple flights, of course, which you probably are anyway when you're coming home from Vegas for the most part. But just having to go through customs and all of the added stress of that, like that's a trip that I kind of want to get over with as soon as possible. But if I'm in the states, you know, and I can have a full day in Vegas, like I think I don't know as long as I'm not driving home. Like I feel like if I get home and somebody else is driving. I'm like, yeah, cool, because you could have fun still. You could have a couple drinks at the pool or whatever. I, I, the la- I, it's been 20 years, but I, before my son was born, I went on like a last time without a kid trip with some guys to Vegas. It was my first time mm. there. And that last day, you know, we hadn't had a super successful weekend uh, gambling-wise. Sure. And so we were like, we shouldn't spend any more money. And so I just remember that because <laughs> we had the same situation. It was the last end-of-the-day flight. And so I remember we were like, which of these places has penny slots that they serve drinks at? So it was like Sunday at 1 p.m. at the penny slots, just looking at our watch, waiting for the air. Yeah, like ready to go yeah. home. Now, that's a good point. Yeah. That's all a right. Good point. Uh, okay, so I was gone all week. So I only paid. Here's what I know from this yeah. week. You can fill in the details in between what I know, which is very little. Uh, I know that it sounds like what we all expected. Uh, that Casey Thompson looks like he's going to be the starting quarterback. It's If there was any doubt about that, that seems to be completely taken off the table the last week. I yep. don't think there was much, but there was there was a little – there was some questions. So I knew there that – There was you know, mainly because, of the, mainly because of the thumb surgery that he had, and so we were wondering. And, and that was the – I don't know if you saw this. Frost basically – he confirmed that, which was nice. So that's on the record now, too, that he had something done to his thumb. We don't have an exact time frame. I was told it was May, but that was nice getting – clarity and confirmation on that and so you look back at the summer and i think now it's pretty easy to figure out that the most concerning part of the summer with casey maybe or maybe not being the starter was not too long after he had that done okay so i knew that and then i sort of tried to pay attention 
on a non-football thing to whatever was going on with the volleyball program. And the, the, Weird. that was like the other top story that I seem to be getting on my, my Twitter feed. So we can get to that later. That's all I got. Fill in the blanks for me, guys. Josh and you guys in the chat, what else do I need to know about to be back up to speed for this next week? Uh, so just you're just talking locally, right? Yeah. I mean, Husker football primarily, but anything, anything okay. else. Well, I mean, like nationally, I'd say Deshaun Watson was the biggest story. You know, he got the six-game suspension. So that came down, and then the league is appealing it, so we'll see what happens there. Hey, Locally with Nebraska. Real quick, what, were you what, what are the Browns thinking? Like, what? Are, how did the Browns think this could any way end up good for them? And Well, they see, I mean, they, they banked on him getting suspended for some of this year, but remember that the salary for Deshaun Watson this year is only a million dollars. It goes up to like 40 million next year. So they were super cynical about what would happen. And they, they, they made a bet and they won that bet. And I, it's like really depressing and disheartening for me. But I mean, the, the Browns, it's, I mean, they played If you're just looking at it from the perspective of him and maximizing him on the field, they made a bet. And I think that they won that bet, which is, you know, pretty gross. Um, so that was the big story in the NFL. Other other things with Nebraska. So, like I mentioned, Frost, essentially, I mean, he confirmed that Casey Thompson had had a procedure done to his thumb this offseason. Uh, Anthony Grant, it sounds like he might be emerging uh, as, as both the starting, Hold maybe, on. maybe starting running back and if, uh, starting kick returner. If you were uh, looking at our uh, inside info and rumors chat, chat room, you would have known that hmm, 10 a days few weeks ago. ago. 10 days ago. Mm -hmm. I had the goods mm -hmm. on that one. Not to brag. Actually, that is literally bragging. Uh, I was yeah, going to say you're bragging right now. That's bragging. But it turns out, confirms that my source is a good one. Because that's what yeah, I was yeah. hearing is that Grant's going to be the guy. Yeah. So stay tuned for more inside info. Good, but I hadn't heard weeks. that this week. Uh, and then Trey Palmer, he's which this isn't a surprise, but he's the starting punt returner, it sounds like, right now. If, if they you know had to run it out today. Uh, I, I, I think that's kind of it for the most part. You know, like realignment. Don't know what's going on there. You know, it's a lot of – I think all I think all the realignment in college football playoff expansion stuff was last week. So, I think you're kind of, you know, where you need to be right now. I think that – luckily, not, not a whole lot happened this week. So, I think you're caught up. Um, just to add to that from stuff I had last week, which interesting to hear that that stuff on tailback seemed to be about right. I'm hearing uh, Alante Brown is, is uh, going to be a big factor this year. Um, up in the top of the top with the receiver, basically him and him and Palmer right now is is uh, what I'm hearing, which might surprise some okay. people. He's not a name that we bring up a whole lot. No, uh, he is not. But he's been a while, been here a while, even maybe more so than than the transfer Casanetas, um, and then and then Oliver Martin is is probably going to be a big part of it as well, and um, maybe Omar Man Omar Manning's just so different physically than any other receiver. Like yes, he's he he's like twenty pounds bigger than any receiver. He's and I don't know. If there might be guys taller than him, but he might be. He's just he's a he's like he's incomparable from a physical and and style of play perspective to any other receiver in the roster. So he's always going to kind of have his own separate role, I think. But I don't know. Like you know, I mean Palmer Palmer and and. Those other guys I mentioned are going to have a, a different and maybe more significant role, I think, than than Manning probably will this year, given what I'm hearing. You mentioned you mentioned play, like Alante Brown and how he maybe hasn't been talked about a whole lot. Omar Manning, it's been an interesting offseason just given the conversation surrounding the wide receiver room because there are times where <clears throat> we'll go like weeks without hearing about him, 
and then every now and then he'll his name will get thrown out, and it's like, oh, that's right, he's like a real big physical presence that Nebraska doesn't have with too many of their other wide receivers. So whatever happens with him, I'm pretty curious about. You know, will he will he start to emerge as the guy that showed some promise? You know, there's a touchdown he had versus Oklahoma that I always think about. Of it, it looks kind of like simple on TV, but man, it's like they haven't had a whole lot of wide receivers who have been able to make those types of plays. So. Uh, I, I hope that he's able to contribute more this year. I would love to see them use him kind of like Cincinnati uses T. Higgins almost. And I don't know how compa- – Higgins is probably even bigger than Manning. But, like, you look at the field and Higgins looks looks like he should be a tight end almost when he plays. And and so maybe, you know, I think that's kind of ideal. But he does have the potential to, to get people deep, which which Higgins can too. But, yeah, I think, I think Elante Brown is on that list of people co- that will come out of the fall with a, a higher stock than than people expected going in uh, for whatever that's worth um okay okay yeah. that's good information that's good information frost happier this week are we is, is everything yeah, calmer yeah, dude the <clears throat> press conference yesterday <clears throat> i'm being serious man i think that you could say that was like like one of his best ever because he he just he talked he, he was pretty honest about things i've never i mean can you remember the last time he he was he was very quick to, to answer the question about uh, confirming the the thumb surgery, uh, he was very quick to say like, look, and I, I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but it was essentially, if we started today, it, oh here it is, right now it's his job to lose. I mean that's that's a darn near confirmation, and so it, it tells me, I mean, it, look, it tells me that he's really emerged as the guy, is what it tells me, because I don't think he's going to volunteer that information unless he has to, or unless it's maybe pretty obvious to everybody involved you know, in the locker room, in the quarterback room, on the team. So yeah. uh, I thought that he – I thought he – look, does it matter? Probably not, but I thought he had a really good press conference yesterday. And Whipple said something somewhat similar a week and a half ago on Sports Nightly, too, uh, to Greg about Thompson kind of being that same thing. So, yeah, it's as sure as it's ever been, barring something, you know, injury-wise, I think, happening, which is good. To, that's interesting. Does Scott Frost maybe just not like the regional media? Maybe it's not – Maybe it's not our local guys. Maybe it's the Chicago Sun-Times that gets mm. his dander up. Maybe it's the Cleveland Plain Dealer. Maybe it's the Akron. He hates people that once employed Jay Mariotti. Maybe, jeez, that's a name I have not thought of for five years. Jeez. And I didn't like around the horn when Jay Mariotti and Woody Page were arguing with each other, so I don't respect the national Maybe folks. he can't stand the Akron Blade, and we just didn't know it. Uh, oh, it? yeah, perhaps. Well, remember there was that one guy who kept asking questions. I don't remember who he was or where he was from, but that guy kept asking questions early on. Maybe he was annoyed by that. Maybe he wanted to hear from some of the local scribes. Maybe he's like, hey. We're Sip asking more Sip. questions. We're Sam McEwen Sip. asking more questions. Yeah. yeah. Is Kevin Suits here? I need a little from him. Yeah. Let's go. Exactly. Okay. Where's Andy Kindy? Maybe I overreacted last week. I overreact a lot. That's what I do. Maybe I overreacted this week. You? Last week. Yes, perhaps. I'm willing to say that. I'm man enough to admit I do this all the time, okay? I have it in my freaking Twitter bio, okay? Literally. That's an true. Overreaction disclaimer in the heat of the moment. And I said I wanted nothing more than to be overreacting. So maybe that's the whole thing. But, you know, something similar happened last year. Do you remember at the beginning of the year, Josh, he came out on one of the beginning, it was like a beginning of the year press conference. Maybe it was right around. It was the first Monday press conference of the whole, of game week. Right. And he was like, yes, no, yes, no. And yes. then it was like a three minute press conference. And then the next time he came out, it was like totally different. If I recall correctly, do you remember that? Then all of a sudden he was expounding oh, yeah. and seemed like he was in a, a good mood. <laughs> like I'm, I'm just 
I, well, like, what what triggers the Jekyll and Hyde with with these media things? Not a in the end of the world, end of the game, uh, not a huge deal. But I'm sort of fascinated why we never quite know what we're going to get out of that in terms of how willing he is to just expound and give his thoughts on things because it could be either. Well, the, I mean, the more I think about this, and this is definitely me playing an amateur psychologist, like I really do think sometimes that we forget that these people are actual humans and they have normal things that they are dealing with too. And, you know, like True. he's <clears throat> it's a stressful season. Yeah. You know, I, I, I've said it a bunch. I'll say it again. I think this is going to be a pretty miserable season. Not so. I'm not even talking win-loss. I'm just talking about everything else that's going to surround yeah. it. And that's got to get to him, man. Like That's it's, fair. It, of course, 15 and 29. Nobody, nobody wanted this. And not to mention, too, dude, that was a busy day. It's funny. We just spent, you know, 10 minutes talking about travel. Think about Nebraska. You know, that turnaround that they had of, I, I think they got in Monday night, and then they had, like, all the Tuesday stuff early. So for, by the time that he got up there, he had already talked for, like, an hour or so. Then he gets up there. That That, that is really weird. But he's, they got to get this finish, and then they got to go back because they have fan day that night, and then fall camp starts the next day. Like, I get it. I, I, you know, I know that I'll have my bad days or my stressful days, you know, ahead of something important, whether it's a big thing at work or maybe a big run. Like, I understand that. So All sometimes right. I do think that, you know, and I guess it's, it's me maybe being critical of myself too. I think sometimes we do got to remember, hey, there are other things in life that he is maybe dealing with that we either don't know about or we do. And it's called the 2022 season, which is the most important of his and, entire life. And, uh, and probably the other thing is, it's a heck of a lot less intrusive into your life to show up Monday at Memorial Stadium for the local media, knock it Ooh. out in 20 minutes, wearing Definitely. wearing what you're wearing. See, you walk down the hall. You walk down the hall, then putting on a suit, flying out, uh, flying back in, and, and doing yeah. the whole corporate media days thing. Um, yeah, with his boss watching in the back. Like, yeah, for sure, it's stressful. Yeah. Okay. What, what a different tone. We are the same as Scott Frost. Week to week, the morning coffee can take a very different tone. And I'm glad because the bottom line for me is I, this is not me ripping him. This is me wanting happiness for him. I don't, I, I just, it is, I hate seeing a coach that seems like they, they hate their situation. That's it. The, that, that seems like they hate their situation because I don't want them to, right? I, it's, everything's yeah. more. For themselves, for the program, for just enjoyment, for entertainment value, you just you don't want that. And I think that was my biggest takeaway last week. But that's that's fascinating to me. Uh, so are we hearing from? So like so we are hearing from assistants during fall camp, right? Am I understanding that right? That gets cut off later. The other thing, Bill Bush spoke, and he was pretty positive about the special teams. That was on. Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, somewhere in there, maybe Wednesday. I don't remember. Oh no, that was that was late in the week. That was Thursday. So yeah, uh, they they're still speaking right now. Um, all of the assistant coaches are like, for example, I'm looking at the calendar for this next week. So I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm like 99% positive they have a, they had a scrimmage today. Practice is going to end in about an hour. Monday, Chenander and other defensive assistants and players will speak. Uh, Wednesday, another practice will be open to the media. Oh, that's right, Jack. We didn't talk about that. The stretching was open to the media this week. So people got to comment on the stretching and the barking of the offensive line coach and, and the yelling and all these things. And so that was <laughs> that was a, a bowl of fun. Uh, so another practice will be open on Wednesday. Whipple, other offensive assistants will speak. And this is, dude, this is basically like the last kind of week of, of, of really true fall camp 
um, because we don't have the schedule yet. We haven't gotten it yet for Monday, August the 15th and beyond, which, I mean, that's the last, pra- that's the pr- last practice week before they actually go well, over to Ireland. So it's weird just because of the compressed timeline. It fall, fall camp, in its truest sense, is kind of almost over. Well, because you kind of got to make that – I don't know how they do this exactly, but you kind of have to follow the game week schedule even though the game isn't for two weeks because your practices in Ireland are going to be so weird and – you know who knows yeah. what that what that Tuesday practice is going to be like, and it, you're just you're not going to be able to do regular game week in Ireland, so you have to push some of that back. And so I guess that's why you kind of consider that Friday, the end of this next Friday, the end of fall camp, and next week's almost you know game week, and and probably starting to run look more at Northwestern specifically, I would guess. And you know, yeah, because the, the, the genius of Pat Fitzgerald, you just have to add another week for that alone. Right? I mean... Oh, yeah, and they should probably start preparing for that game right now. Monday through Wednesday is focusing on countering their blue-collar, lovable mentality. Okay? That's Monday through Wednesday on the schedule. Figuring that out. Okay? Yep. Uh, Thursday is preparing how to play a team who has a practice facility by a lake. Uh, that's that's really Thursday. Maybe uh, they go and practice half, by a lake themselves. Maybe. Uh, half pads type day, but a lot of lake talk obviously. Um, and then, and then Friday, you know, it's just, uh, figuring out how to play defense against a team that has never been called for holding. So that pretty much gets you that first week. Jack, what would I have to pay you? How much would we have to get the, the Patreon people to pay you to go to, uh, the opening Monday press conference of the year and, and ask about like, Hey, you know, what do you think about practicing by a lake? Have you thought about bringing Nebraska to practice by a lake? Look at how great their lake is. Like, how much would we have to do where you just kind of lean into it and you're not laughing, you're not having fun, but you're like being like, yeah, they, I mean, they have a lake. What's up with the lake, though? He would uh, – oh, my gosh. That would be – that would be – listen, it'd be the first question I've asked him as head coach, personally. Uh-huh. Haven't, haven't done that yet. He not, I've never asked him a question, he's except got, for when I texted him and said, do you want to come on our show? Oh, you texted him directly? Yeah, we I got his number, and we we texted him and asked him, hey, do you want to come on a Sports Line Iconic? This was, I'm pretty sure, when he was still at UCF. Oh, okay. um, And he didn't, he he ghosted us. He didn't respond, understandably so. I still have his phone number, though. I got ghosted by Zach Taylor for my podcast. I was sad about that. That would have been good. Frost said, Zach Taylor, we've had him on before. He's a great guest. Frost said no to my podcast, which I was bummed by because I think, and I didn't go directly to him, but I think, I think the you know the people in media relations are like yeah, this would make a lot of sense. This would be smart. This would be fun. It would be great PR. But oh, yeah, I just I, I, he's got enough going on, so I don't blame him for it. But I do want to interview him sometime. You know, I've never interviewed reached, him. He's reached. Yeah, he he was honestly he was a great guest to talk to, but I would say this, Zach Taylor now, given the Super Bowl, he has reached a level of success where he can really pick and choose. Where you know, early on, you maybe you want to give and take a little bit more, but now that he's a Super Bowl participant coach, he doesn't really have to do that type yeah. of stuff anymore. Yeah, and I was talking about Frost, but yeah, that's yeah, that's absolutely the case. Yeah, my scoreboard for interviewing uh interviewing head coaches, uh Bo Pelini 0, Scott Frost 0. Mike Riley, 47. <laughs> I had Mike Riley in studio with me like eight times. <laughs> it's crazy. It's oh, crazy. the old days. Uh, okay, so can we get to the elephant in the room? I was going to say, we got like 15 minutes left. We have to do this now. 
you went on some kind of tangent rant this week. Tangent? I tweet. It was one tweet. A tangent, tw- tangent, single tweet rant. Listen, I saw all I needed to see. Defending. Yeah, yeah, sure. de- de- Josh decides. Hey, football season is about here. It's time for me to yep. te- figure out the hottest take I can as a shock jock uh, to get more clicks. And so he decides to defend PJ Fleck and mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. defend him against Nebraska fans not liking him. I am going to let you make your case for this. I can 100% tell you that you're not going to convince me, but the floor is yours. Go ahead. Please explain this. Please explain why I like him. What? Why you felt captivated to to yeah to to and to defend against Nebraska fans, the majority of which uh, have a healthy disdain for a, an opposing coach in their conference, who's particularly got some personality traits that might in, engender that. No, I like I like him, and I I don't understand. And, and I know this is where you're really going to disagree with me. I do not understand making fun of a coach and a program that beats the crap out of you every single year that you play. It makes no sense. You can hate them and you can dislike them all you want, and that is totally good with me. But why would you try to talk trash to that team that owns you? Wait until the game is played, and if you beat them, then dance on their graves. I just I don't get it. I don't this, but that's you know what, man. That's not my operating procedure. I'm not going to talk trash to a 49ers fan. Why? Because the 49ers beat the Cowboys. There'd be no purpose to it. They have scoreboard on me. I don't see, but I don't. You 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 love doing it, even though then then they make fun of you, and then you get mad at that. Like I'm going to just save the trip, and I don't even want to get mad at the second part. I'll just get mad at the first part. That's you- all I got. It's really it really doesn't go much. But in in PJ Flex case, I kind of li- I actually like him. I oh think he's gosh. a really good coach. Um, I think I think if he was Nebraska's coach, people around here would love this guy because he cares so much about the university. He cares so much about winning. The dude is a winner. I think he plays. He coaches a style of football that a lot of people around here would like. You would love this dude if he was your head coach. And so I'm just, you know, man, I'm not the type of person that, like, if I would like you if you're on my team, I'm not going to hate you for the exact reasons that I would like you if you're on somebody else's team. I don't like Carson Wentz for all the reasons. If he was Dallas's quarterback, I would hate him. But I, I, I don't have to even worry about that because he's not on my favorite team. But I, I, I don't know. I just don't. I'm not that like binary where it's like you're here, I hate you. You're not here, I don't hate you. That's what I got. You have just described the mentality that is, that is absolutely devaluing and ruining Husker fandom, and it's sad. It's that now maybe you can you can be excused a bit because you're a media personality, not necessarily a fan, but I believe it is your birthright as a fan to have, yes, unreasonable, not reasonable, to have unreasonable disdain in college football for all of your regular opponents, for your for for your rivals for everything associated with them to pick on every little thing that they allow to be picked upon. That is your resp- it's birthright, nay, responsibility, okay, as a fan. And it is so sorely lacking. And to have such an influencer like you push everyone in the other direction, it's just a, I, I, you know, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed, I guess, is, is where I am with this. 
it, I, 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 Josh, maybe I'm we need, maybe I'm too rational. Are you I'm too the rational person, for my own good? Are you the person that when I like make fun of Iowa losing shockingly by forty to Purdue in the middle of the season? That says, well, well, Nebraska can't beat them. Oh my gosh, you're the these people. I mean, I mean, they're they're. No, I would never want to have them over to watch a game. Because they sound terrible. And I don't want to think that about you, but you put me a step closer to it. No, okay, now, if you enjoy Iowa losing a game, more power to you. I was also laughing when they were losing to Purdue, oh. and I will laugh whenever they lose to somebody this year. But the whole, like, P.J. Flex sucks, and P.J. Flex a bad coach, and I hate P.J. I just, I just don't understand it, because he's not. He's a good coach. I didn't and they're, say they're he's a, a bad program, coach. And they're way better than Nebraska. Do, wait, wait, what? Barry Switcher was a good coach. Should I have liked him? I mean, I probably would have liked Barry Switzer. I don't okay. know. Okay, whoa. You would have been kicked out of the state in 1984, Josh. What Fifth the hell? Get a hold of yourself. Miami teams in the 80s. Whoa, get a... Josh, get a hold of yourself. You are going to regret what you're saying. I don't want... What you're saying, you would have liked Barry Switzer. You would have liked the Miami teams in the 80s. First. Because... But, dude, you so know you me. Like I like teams that you get like under winners. people's skin. Well, I mean, I do, but I like teams that I like. I like teams and programs that make people mad for like what they represent, and not so much like I, the winning and the losing. I mean, I do if I'm a neutral bystander, I guess. Like, I get that if it's in the NFL or something like that, but not when I got my own team. You were you were supposed to be fiercely loyal, beyond reason, to your own team, your own program, and it's kind of like your family, right? If there's somebody, if 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 or, or your or your spouse, you think you have any perceived slight against them from the outside, then all of a sudden that is that their their enemy is your enemy as well, and I'm just sad that that's gone. That's gone. So I just I'm I mean, sad. I, I probably you, am on my own little island here. I'm obviously on my own island no, here. No, whenever I say anything complimentary about Fleck, everyone gets mad at me. Yeah, because they're doing the freaking job as a fan. Their job is to keep you in line when you say shit like that. People forget the fan is short for fanatical. Am I right? Plus, let's not act. Okay, yes, he's won. He's had some good years. But if you want to act like his shtick isn't annoying on top of this, that's ridiculous, Josh. That is, I mean, you could have yes, picked, but, you but, but, picked but, another You could have put. You could have picked... Uh, 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 Ference or something, right? That would have been maybe a slightly better. I don't article. like him though. Why? I don't like him though. He wins. Yeah, he wins. Yeah, he sure. beats Nebraska. But okay, you know what? Part of it though was I was confused as to what because look, obviously the tweet that got me going it came from John and I didn't know why he did it. I was very confused and it's funny we never even talked about it on the show, so I have no idea why he tweeted out. But it was just like an odd tweet and and it just was like, why are we doing this? What? Why are we? And look, I know, poking the bear, it doesn't matter. Minnesota's not going to win or lose against Nebraska because of a tweet from John. Right. But I was just like, what are we doing here? That's why the, are we Why are we talking trash about wait, this guy for, wait, for, in August? You, you said something there that you just threw in, but it's so important. You don't do that if you're the coach of the other, if you're the coach of Nebraska, if you're the player of Nebraska. But that's the fan's job, right? The, mm -hmm. the, they're not, that is not impact. I'm not... You think Minnesota is posting up my tweets on their bulletin board to get them pumped no. up for the games? It's it's ridiculous. It is. And then uh, to just compound, your, so you like him, if I'm understanding this, 
So you like you, you wouldn't do the same with Ferentz. You like it. You almost like him because he's abrasive and successful. If I'm understanding you, like him, I you know his personality is a bit much, sure. But I think that if he was the coach of my favorite team, I'd definitely be okay with it. Is it okay for me to make fun of him for sprinting around like a freaking weirdo on the sideline? Is that okay with you? You want to? That's no. it. I'm a you know me. I'm a runner though, so I'm I'm pro running. Pro, run some more, PJ. People are making fun of his bright shoes, dude. That's all I wear is bright colored shoes. I, I'm team PJ on the on the shoes and the pants. Are you the PJ Fleck of Nebraska media? Well, so yes, Mike and Cheyenne says, is that because you do the same thing, Josh? I do get under people's skin sometimes. That I would say that that describes me kind of well. How about how about the row the boat thing? And and it's goofy, but again, it's college football. He, That's why he, I like college football. College football's goofy. And then he brings it over from the other place, and he's doing intellectual property stuff with it. Oh, and by the way, find some stories about his old players and see what they say about him, Josh, and see if you're a big such a big Fleck fan. Do you see any of that this yeah. summer? His old players. Yeah, oh, I saw it. I saw it. I'm but guessing you yet, can find stories like that about every single but, coach. None of the stories got into, like, a problematic territory, though. Wow. It was just like, I don't like him because he's full of himself. Uh, Josh says if Fleck had uh, or if Frost had Fleck's resume, the World Herald would be on comic book number five. <laughs> and I don't deny that either, okay? I don't <laughs> deny I don't deny that either, that you treat your They'd own make a coach. movie differently than you do an opposing coach and you defend them it's not based on reason it shouldn't be this fan base but this... I, I that's how i operate though but i'm not like you like i don't like that mike mccarthy is the cowboys head coach and i'm not just going to defend him all the time because he's my team's coach i don't like him i don't i want somebody else as the head coach it just takes the fun. that's how i operate just, you it just doesn't it rot like are you even excited for the season then you have, of course I am. I can't head, wait for the season. The head of your team, the head of your Cowboys team, is a man you detest. How can you even cheer for them? How can you even wear that hat right the now? Cowboys for the entire Jason Garrett era. Like I'm, I've been, I'm used to, I'm used to my favorite teams having coaches that I am not a fan of. Like I'm a Nebraska fan. I watch them too. You know, like I, I've, I've wanted new Nebraska coaches essentially my entire fandom. So like this is old hat for me. I, I'm, I'm very, very used to it. I, I know people get mad at me when I criticize the way other people fan. but So this, I mean, this even goes to show. Okay, let me ask you a question. Since you're okay. you're more outwardly an NFL fan than you are, you know, than your media role. So you're very outwardly a Cowboy yeah. fan. The Cowboys rivals, okay, which who, I don't even know who they are. The Eagles. The, uh, the teams just, I hate the most are the Giants, the Eagles, the Steelers, and but, the, the Washington football team but in, you love in that all, order. That, you love, those are my four least And favorites. you love all their coaches, though, right? They're your favorite coaches. Is that right? Definitely not. I hate no. all their coaches. Why? The, they beat what? the Cowboys. Don't they beat the Cowboys? I mean, they're... Uh, they're not uh, lately. Dallas has had a lot of success against those franchises lately. It's been nice. But when, when uh, commanders come in and beat them this year, you're going to be like, Ron Rivera, my man. One of my favorite. Well, I do like Ron Rivera. I do. He's a cancer survivor. I like him. He, yeah, he's a good. He's a good guy. But he look. He was coaching the Panthers before Washington. So like, I grew to like him when he was there. I I just can't develop an outright hatred for the guy because he's suddenly there. It's just not how I work. I don't know.
what you want me to say? Now, do I hate the Eagles coach? Yes, I think he's a buffoon, and I hope that they suck this year. I'm really sad that the Giants don't have Joe Judge anymore. Again, a buffoon, and they were hilariously bad the last couple of years. I do like Mike Tomlin for the Steelers, but Dallas you know, only plays him, what, once every four years? So I don't have to detest him on a, on a level. I just hate the franchise. I don't hate him, though. Oh, let, I want a bottom line from you. When is it permissible okay. for a fan to take shots, make fun of, um, do normal college football rivalry things. This isn't personal. I'm not sending death threats or anything like that. Oh. You know, in in the vein of making fun of Purdue for canceling baseball games or whatever that little mm-hmm. thing that I seem to hook on for every program. Is that mm-hmm. always okay, or is there some level of success that has to be achieved before that? Before that, you think that's acceptable for me to do? You are different than me. You can do it whenever you want. No, no, no. I wouldn't do it okay. unless I was on a, a rooting for a team that was successful. Because I, I just look. I don't like. You know how you'll tweet out something and people will misconstrue it, and then they'll fill up your mentions, and you'll just get really, really mad. Now imagine that you said something in the off season, and then that team then beats your favorite team like three months later, and then they start dunking on that old tweet. Like that doesn't that sound like one of your worst nightmares? I just don't want the receipts out there. So I'm not going to talk trash beforehand. I don't, what if what if they lose? It would make me sad. People would get to yell at me. No, no, no. I'll, I'll save it and I'll dance on their graves after they beat them, okay. you know, in November or something. Well, like number that. one, I've got a role because I'm trying to rekindle a movement. This is a, uh, as I mean, this is essentially like a big tent revival I'm trying to create of having oh boy. disdain for conference foes, an art that has been completely lost in this fan base, thanks to influencers like you. Um, and, and and they've, yeah, you're a major influencer. And well, I mean, why do you think I do picked I you can. to do this with? And then, and then number two, <laughs> <laughs> number, and, the, and then number two, because, you know, there's anger to be had. You know where it goes if we're not allowed to put it towards P.J. Fleck. Right. If we're not allowed, Where? if we're not allowed to, to to make fun of Wisconsin's offensive style or Iowa's constant punning or or wherever, you know where it goes. You internalize it. Right. Mm. Right. You internalize Go to it. therapy. And then and then it becomes toxic within your fan base. It becomes mm. toxic within your relationships with your own coaches and media. And this. Uh, I, I'm essentially, you know, you're right. It's a good point. I'm essentially taking you to therapy. I'm letting you to yeah. redirect your Or am angst. I taking you to therapy? No, I'm letting people, and I'm trying to show them a way to redirect their angst in a productive way that is going to make life A, more fun, okay? And, and B, that is not going to create so much inner turmoil that you're going to eventually tear, we're going to all tear ourselves apart with this. That's it. That's it. Well, good luck, man. Uh, Mike and Cheyenne, with gas prices, I'll accept a ride from either of you. And BS649 says, talking trash when Nebraska sucks is my favorite thing. Love leaning into it. Thank you. Look, that's why, you know what? Isn't that what makes the world fun is some people act one way, other people act, act a different way. We're, that's, why, that's maybe why we're going to work fine. together so well, because we're just so different in how we react to things. I can just see it now. Minnesota comes in to, uh, to Lincoln. Nebraska wins by three touchdowns. Great. Nebraska on top, the Big Ten West. And Josh is going to be Josh's first tweet after the game. Just got to gotta feel bad for P.J. Fleck right now. You know, he put so much energy and personality into that game. He looked so good on the sideline. Nice shoes. Loved his 
Again, loved his sprinting form up and down the sideline, mm. coming out from halftime. Mm. Um, I'm looking forward to all that from you. I'm glad we've got a voice in the media who's promulgating that. When is that game? That game's in November, right? Yeah. I think, Minnesota, I they're know. coming in. Let's see. When is when is that game? That game is November, Saturday, November the 5th. Gosh. Man, I hope that I'm not doing overreaction so you and I can do like a watch party together. That would be a blast. Be good right here on the I-80 club. We nice. could right here on the I-80 Club, yeah. which you can subscribe to on Patreon, by the way. I like you're pointing up that way, but there's no button or anything. Up yeah, there. I don't, I don't. <laughs> go subscribe. Go open a browser there. Type Patreon yeah, up here somewhere. I-80 Club, and yes, and the season is going to be. If you like this content, the in. Can you imagine this during games, Josh? During games on a Saturday night. And we're going to have uh, Minnesota playing New Mexico State or something in their first game. And we'll be like watching King, it. King, PJ. Oh, I'm going to have so much fun. It's good. It's good that hey, we're I am the too. Same. We're the same on some things. We agree on some things. Uh-huh. What is our level? Yeah, for Do sure. you have more? Because I like to say I am the – I take the good th- – when I listen to your show, I take the good things from you and the good things from yep. John, and I've created them into one human being. Leave the bad things yep. aside. So yep. – I don't know if I'm going to have – I don't know if the disagreements, the conflicts between me and you are going to look like the ones between you and John or me and John previously, but I'm interested to find out, and I think we got a taste of that today. I definitely think we did. I look forward to disagreeing with you very much so over the next few months during football season. It's going to be awesome. Agree or disagree uh, on this last thing then? Let me ask you this. Are you, like, super out on the NFL preseason, like, to the point that you have to complain when people talk about it? Did you watch the game on Thursday night? Where are you on the NFL preseason? Uh, definitely not out on talking about it. I trolled John a lot over the last few days. So um, that said, am I going to sit down and watch a full preseason game? No, I will not do that at any point over the next few weeks. But I love it as background noise. It is a fun thing just to have on in the background. Plus, it's fun to see like random college players that I remember watching that are like deep on the rosters. Yeah. Like that stuff is really fun. But like, I don't. I don't care. Like I had, on, I had the game on on Thursday until we decided to watch something else. Yeah, but I think just, I was, I think I was reading and it was on in the background. So that's how I, 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 it's a very passive watch for me. But it's great. It's like perfect August entertainment, which is how I watch baseball all summer, or how I watch basketball, college basketball that isn't Husker games. I mean, that's how I watch the vast majority of sports. And so yeah. I'm, I'm glad to have it. As I always say during bowl season, more football, greater than less football. And I'm excited. Definitely. And that's how it's like, it's a nice like palate cleanser. Like, you know, NBA finals ended what a month and a half ago. I've really watched very little sports since then, since the college world series, we, we, we got rid of cable for like a month just cause we're like, we don't need it right now. Uh, cause we got AMC plus for watching better call Saul. And, and we were reading a lot. We were going places. We were having a great time, but we we're like, Hey, it's time to get it back. Cause I needed it for big 10 media days. And so we have it back now. And we've watched some Royals baseball lately. She was very upset about the Royals last night, yeah. but we've, we've had a good time. And now, now it's preseason time. So it will definitely be on. I mean, I think starting Thursday, NFL network will probably have it on like every night, just like old games, every new games. So it'll be on a lot in our household. I'm excited. That's good. Uh, question. Good question from G Merle. Asked about the. Uh, I'm making one of the perks available to our patrons. I didn't know how many people would be interested in this, but uh, I have done for I think a decade now, Josh, a color coded TV football mm-hmm. schedule, 
which I just like, I mainly did it for myself, but then I'll post it and more and more people like it, where I, I color code basically the TV schedule. So you can look weekend by weekend. Josh and I have this weird thing where we like to visualize our weekends of watching football. And so I, I've, I've done this. And so it takes, it takes oddly, it takes hours. <laughs> and so I was like, why don't, I'll make that this year, but I'm going to make it available to uh, people on the Patreon. So he asked if it was available at three or five. I'll make it at both, the three or the five, whichever you want. Uh, I have it. I, it's in progress. It's not done. I'm going to get it here. Uh, hopefully I can finish it this week and post it up, uh, or at least the beginning. So, uh, And then I'll just p- post that in the Patreon feed, which there is a feed on Patreon. If you don't know, it's kind of like a its own. I don't know if people get notifications or what, how that works. But like if we have a podcast or like we posted the videos of Be Kind Husker Rewinds. emails. Rewind. Okay. And, and if you missed any of the Be Kind Husker Rewinds, the Kansas State one from 95 is my favorite that we've ever done. Uh, just because oh it was so much fun you were cackling basically the entire hour yeah grant wistrom was better than i remembered (laughs) (laughs) he was awesome that was his sophomore year yeah yeah seriously he wasn't even the best version of himself yet yeah yeah it was crazy all right do we forget anything any other questions to wrap up here uh yeah gmer i'll I'll hook that up and i will update i'll get that posted at least the early version of it and i'll update throughout the season because it is fun. Josh and I did a segment last week on the morning coffee. Oh, hey, I wanted to start a new segment. I don't know if we have anything for it this week. Maybe I'll just suggest one here. But I think every week we keep okay. our eye out for our local media member of the week, right? You know, we are media, sometimes talking about media. Um, I don't know if there's anybody who stood out for you this week with either a great tweet, a great take, a great article, a great piece, anything. I've got one, and so I can do it if you don't have one. Uh, but okay, yeah, I don't have one. So you started off this week. I'm going to make, and this is a little selfish because I'm going to make some self-promotion, but I think you listened to it. I did a podcast with Amy just who's, uh, new with the journal star. That was really good. And Husker extra dude. She is a legit big time journalist. Like this is, yeah, her career is crazy. Given, especially given she's younger than both of us. She is young, but she showed up on like national lists of some of the best sports writers. Um, She is, she's covered the NFL. Um, She's done college football before, but like she is, she has got a ton of experience in a short time. I just think she's going to be, and from talking to her, check out the podcast. If you want to, Um, you learn about her stops. Like she's got, she's got a tattoo of the part of the constitution about abridging freedom of the press on her left shoulder or right shoulder. I'm not sure which it is. Um, like she's legit. I am really excited to, to read her. She's a fascinating personality and uh, excited about that. And she got thrown right into it. I think she got a little pissed at us, oh Josh, be, because you, t- you quote tweeted like a part of one of her articles, that part about frost. And she responded and she provided the entire link. And she's like more context here. I don't know if she was pissed, but. Oh, that she, wasn't me. That one must've been somebody else. No, I, I quote tweeted you. She responded to both of us. This is like a week ago. It was both of us. It was oh, okay. But no, I like that she is a runner. It's nice to have another runner in the local media. She is a runner. She is a runner. So check yeah. out that podcast if yeah. you need someone to listen to. Check out Josh's podcast on 1620 The Zone. Uh, and then uh, we'll post this podcast uh, ASAP for patrons, right? That's where that's going up right away. Yep. And if you want to listen to it in a couple of days for non-patrons, they can do it there. Uh, if you like this, say it again. If you like this, we're going to do this starting when the season starts 
for members, for VIPs and for members, Saturday morning coffee, then Saturday morning late nights as often we can, and also on Monday nights uh, during Monday Night Football, plus more live shows when things are happening. Uh, my vacation is over, so I'm around now. So if you haven't subscribed yet, now's the time to go do it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Especially with what we got coming up, you know, we'll do, we're going to put up a poll question for the Northwestern uh, Be Kind Husker Rewind some point this week. We'll be doing that later this week. Uh, but yeah, football season is very, very close, and we're going to be doing a ton of st- fun stuff. Three weeks from today should be an absolute blast. They're going to the season. I'm so excited for doing this during the season. It's going to be. I, I just don't think there's going to be another sort of experience like it. Even though the Husker media landscape is, seems like it's got everything covered. This is going to be a little different than everything else. It's a, the combo of live TV, internet chat room, radio, podcast, all of that, and, um, and and a community. I think I think that's the biggest thing is we really want it to be kind of a community of people where we all know each other a little bit. I'm starting to learn names, um, and that's going to be a part of it too. And we're going to start inviting people in for the discussions as well to be a part of it. So a lot of these will be even more open where other people are going to be talking, and we're going to get to know you, and uh, maybe some of our friends, uh, friends of the show too. All right, I think that's it. It's going to be a ton of fun. All right, follow us on Twitter if you don't, at uh, i80club. Uh, and then the Patreon, uh, as Josh mentioned, uh, that is patreon.com slash i80club, I believe. And that's the best way to do it. If you have any questions about how Discord works, we're still figuring it out. But I think we got most of the big things ironed out other than my sound notifications. All right, that's it. Unless you got anything else, Josh. Oh, Husker nope, just subscribe. I tweeted, I tweeted out the link at I80 Club on Twitter uh, to our Patreon. Again, not trying to you know become millionaires or anything. Just you know for the time and the effort and and just the hours that we're going to put into it, uh, we do appreciate it. And we're, we'll have a lot of the fun stuff live behind the paywall. But you know, eventually, most of the podcast will eventually go. Up a too. huge part of that is me justifying the time that I'm doing this because I really want to to my wife. <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely. <laughs> and uh, maybe you're in the same boat as well. Uh, but if we say, hey, we're making money, and it's really something mm-hmm. Josh and I want to do anyway, you guys can help us out. And it really does free us up to do to do more of this. Real quick, Chris mentioned Husker baseball, which I said I was going to touch on. I just have a real quick thing on this. Last night, Nebraska baseball got a commitment from a Lincoln East kid. Probably most people know my son plays ba- or did play baseball at Lincoln East. And uh, they've had a ace pitcher now for a couple years. Uh, Jalen Worthley had committed to San Jose State going out west. He was a big prospect, had a ridiculously good year in Lincoln. And, and like, weeks before, he's a graduated senior. So he's going to – It looked. I assumed he was already at San Jose State getting ready for the season. Last night he commits to Nebraska for this coming year, um, which is a, a big get. And I don't know where the ratings are or anything. And so I was like, what is going on here? And it, the backstory is not – I mean, it's not particularly salacious or anything, but – Basically, he their pitching coach, coach left at San Jose State. Uh, Jalen had been in in Utah playing for a club team, uh, playing for you know one of the prospect teams. Uh, I think he kind of got the sense that maybe he was more interested in staying home than he thought after going out and doing that. Uh, decommitted, uh, which I think he decommitted and then deleted the tweet. Maybe I think that was while I was on vacation. Uh, but Nebraska showed interest smartly and and they grabbed him. So I'm excited. I got I got. I rarely have this, Josh. Now, I know you had all the stars that went to your high school in various sports, but I got a now a starting pitcher from Lincoln East on Husker Baseball. Okay. I got uh, I got a starting basketball player from Lincoln East in Sam Greasel. I assume he's going to start. And hopefully Malachi, Malachi, if mm-hmm. you're here, maybe Malachi could be a starting some position for Nebraska football. He's actually moved up his commitment date to October 
from December. Did you see that? I did, yeah. Interesting. And he said he's releasing his top five soon. So. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'll text him and see what he's doing. And I'll let you guys know. <laughs> he won't tell me. All right, that's it. Thanks for listening to uh, the uh, Saturday Morning Coffee. We'll be back next week, same time, same place. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, Be Kind Husker Rewind this week is Josh Thursday. Am I right about that? I believe it's Thursday, yeah. All right. Uh, if you got any suggested games, put them in the uh, no, chat. No, remember we're doing the Northwestern poll question. Oh, yeah, it's all Northwestern. That's right. All You're Northwestern. Right. Yeah, we're going to we'll decide between okay. one of the Northwestern games. I'm, But for the final episode or two, I'm putting that Oklahoma-Oklahoma State back-to-back option up there again. Until we get it. Until we get it. That's the plan. All right. Thank you, everybody. I'm going to turn off the recording now. So goodbye, podcasters. Have a good one.